Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Low High Trips and today we have once again Angeline Bad Rivers. Hey everyone, hi everyone. Hello, hello, welcome back once again Angeline. Um, being very honest with you though, like as I was recording the first, I don't know, 10-20 seconds, the only thing ringing in my mind is that I want to re-record, I want to re-record, I want to re-record. <laughs> I don't know, I, I think it's just that un... <sighs> I don't even know how to put it. It's just that I just constantly want to strive towards like perfection. And to me, mm. like that part was not how I imagined it to be. Yeah. When even in the first place, I don't even know what I imagine it to be. Yep, yep, yep. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't meet my standard, but I don't even know what's my standard. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because like it's been a long time since the last time you recorded the last episode like with someone. Yeah. And I feel like it's ago. pretty normal if you're feeling a little bit rusty to start an episode. So yeah, just take it easy. <laughs> and then since you're the host, I'm pretty sure you have something to talk about. I like how the way you're talking to me is as if you're the one hosting this podcast. Not no. me. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm the guest. I'm just like, oh yeah, you need to manage my emotions or no. like my headspace at the moment. But for the past few hours, we've been talking a lot, quite about, quite a bit about like progress and, you know, trying to be present and mm. topics like this and there's this one question that sort of like popped upon my head. Uh, I don't even know if that's uh, proper English. But anyway, the question is, what have you accomplished recently that would have shocked you a year ago? Hmm. Do you want to start first, Erin? It's okay. I'll let the guests of honor start first. Ah, uh, okay. I have to be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would have shocked me? Maybe the last one year, I guess I have become more adventurous in a way, which is like I've tried to explore and try to understand um, more of myself. So let's say like um, trying to get to know myself better, try to love myself better in a way where I can improve my weaknesses and how I should react to like certain situations that are outside of my control in my life. And also, like, how the way, like, I became maybe more adventurous in a way, like, I tried to meet up with new people, try to understand more about different backgrounds and, like, put it into different perspectives into it. Mm. And it's just, like, interesting because it actually opened up a lot about myself and, like, a lot about, like, my mind about different situations. Mm. And also, like, exploring different hobbies and, like, different um, places to visit in Melbourne, different suburbs. So it's, like, those kind of things, I guess. Yeah. And all these things would have shocked you one year ago? Yeah. Because, like, remember the, the year ago, we were actually still post-pandemic lockdown. It was pretty hard. And I feel like it kind of restricted myself to try new things and try like it it was pretty hard on me because I couldn't like explore to new places that I wanted to go for so long because of the lockdown that we had and like different types of activities that I feel like you have to wait until the pandemic is over you know what I mean so I feel like those things that might have shocked me yeah that's fair enough sounds like over the past year past years at least you've been consciously and actively stepping out of a comfort zone 
to explore things that are considered new to you. Yeah, considered new experiences, yes. And how has that changed you? Well, I'm still being me. It doesn't really change me as a person, but it actually gave me like more options as in like what type of hobbies that I really, really into. For example, like it kind of shocked me because when I started doing my journaling, it was uh, at the start of the pandemic. Mm. And I didn't know that it was considered as my hobby until I until it became like a routine for me. You oh. know what I mean? So the, so that's like one of the examples that I have. Yeah. Or maybe like for another example is to explore another hobby. For example, um, going out and then maybe like play any like outdoor activities perhaps. It is also considered as my newfound hobby during the past one year. Oh. Yeah, aside from like doing Pilates and like bar classes, it's something that really interesting that I find myself into that. Yeah. I think that's interesting as mm. I'm, you know, reflecting upon the past two years of my life as well, where, you know, it's no surprise that during the pandemic lockdown or lockdowns, we are all very physically restrained. Mm. And I realized that, I mean, initially I had that very arrogant mindset in a way i'm like oh yeah you know i'm an introvert you know I'm, I'm more than happy staying in my comfort zone which i was um for a couple of years and just not having any social interactions not being physically active and i was genuinely okay and at least i thought i was mm. but i think it's only when i started becoming more physically active even something as simple as like walking you know yeah an hour two hours per day, Yep. Mm-hmm. I realized that, yes, a direct correlation or even causation on my mental well-being. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like it helps me process things. Mm. Um, I used to journal as well. Mm. I recently stopped, but I'm just curious, when you mentioned you journal, like, what's your journaling style? How do you journal? Oh, it's just like, what I have on my mind at that time or like the things that might have happened during that week or the last few weeks before that, I just put them everything in writing so that I could just process all of my thoughts. Because like sometimes when you have those thoughts lingering on your mind, you don't really know like what's the cause behind it until when you actually write it down, you know like, oh, so this is the thing that triggers my mind, something like that. So it kind of helps me to like process the thought and yeah, and just, you know, like be mindful about it. Mm. Like whether if I feel like I overthink some things where I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have overthink that in the first place. Right. Yep. That's a good point. Mm. I find myself processing like my thoughts and emotions a lot when I'm walking. Um, Oh, when you're walking. I mean, not like when... I'm walking to a cafe or something, but more like the walking is the activity itself. Ah, okay. Yep. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, like after work, I'll be like, oh, after dinner, sometimes I'll be like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk for one to two hours just for no reason. Yeah. Aside from walking. And I find that it really helps me process things. Yes. And I didn't know that. I genuinely didn't know that. And it's gonna sound so amateurish, but 
yeah, it's so funny when I was physically active, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that being physically active will make me more mentally capable, yeah, capable. or more resilient at least. Mm. Which is funny, right? Like, Which is funny. Everything's yeah. interrelated, which is, you know, a known fact. Mm. At least that's what I believe, yeah. Yeah, but that's about me. How about for you, Aaron? Like, what about? For that question, like, if you have to answer that question... Oh, you mean like what I've accomplished recently that would have shocked me a year ago? Yes. Oh, a year ago. Okay, very specific. I think, without a doubt, it would be how I'm still generating podcast episodes. Mm. I think that is something that would genuinely shock me one year ago. Okay. Like what? You'll still be continuing it? You're almost two years in and you're still doing it on a monthly basis minimum? Yeah. You know, monthly to fortnightly. And I don't know, because I think when I was growing up, I had a lot of interest. And one of the banes of my life is essentially not being able to decide what I want to pursue. Okay. Because there's too many things that I want to pursue. So Mm. it's like, it gets difficult, right? Yep. And I think... My parents did not have the best sort of like approach to my interests when I was young. Okay. Where they were quite harsh in a way. So I, I took up like an art class, you know, when I was like six or seven. Okay. Uh, did some crayon, whatever. My parents bought the whole set, you know, sent me to the class, art class and all that and started painting. No, not painting, sorry. Started like coloring with crayon, drawing and stuff. And I wasn't the best at it. I was actually really bad at it, even until today. But I realized that I lost interest halfway. And I remember my mom was really harsh about it in a sense that she approached me directly and was like, you are never completing anything that you start. And you have to know that I was like six or seven at this point. You know, it was like one of the first things that I picked up in my life. Hmm. And she was so harsh. She was like, you never complete anything that you start from now on, you know, don't even try. Oh, wow. That was... that my Yeah, that sounds very harsh. And even think, like... Yeah. Even when you were still at that young age. Yeah, and I think that really just like got ingrained in my brain to the point where I had to spend decades of my life just to unlearn what she said. That mm. yeah, the lasting impact where every time I start something new, the first thing that comes to my mind is that, ah, shit, I'm not going to finish this. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna okay. abandon it halfway. Yep. yep. Or I have this like this really strange feeling of wanting to abandon it. Up. Uh, okay. Okay. And yep. I think that was quite prominent in the first few months of my podcast, where I constantly created new series, mm. which Casey sort of like called out. She's like, "What? What are you doing? Like, why mm. do you create like new series every week? Like okay. at this point, it's no longer a new series. It's just yeah. different episodes. Yep. Yep. Coin a series, but I think." By having that, it helps me lose the commitment to it. Because okay. it's something new. Something it's not new, something yes. that was previously worked on. Yes. I don't know, man. I, I, I haven't really processed this. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it takes a lot of time to process that, especially the way that it caught up your mind since like young age. Yeah. And then it brings into the perspective until now. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's taking some time to process that. Mm. Yeah, but but again, 
I feel like the fact that you're still doing what you like until today mm. shows that you are committed to it, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think the way that I approach it as well, it's a bit different. Um, that's one thing that changed as to why I would sort of like give credit to how I'm still doing it right now, mm. uh, almost two years in, which is I realized that when I start something, I don't need to make like five, ten year plan for it. Yeah, I used to do that for everything. Oh, wow. You are way much more planner like, than me. <laughs> like, I think way too much about something. Like, for example, I'll be like, maybe something as minor as like drinking on a weekly basis, let's just say, right? Yep. As I was drinking on a weekly basis, I'll be like, how will this affect me in 10 years, man? Like if every week, 52 weeks. So that's 52 frequencies of drinking per year. It's oh, like wow. 104 for two years. And I just get yeah, yeah, up yeah. and I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound too good. So it's like, I put on so much burden on my present self yes. with all the future problems when I haven't even done anything yet. So an like, example would be mm. like with the podcast, imagine I'll be planning what I will do when I have like 100 episodes in. Yes. Oh, what am I supposed to do with 100 episodes in? How do I want to collab? Who do I want to collab with? Like what kind of topic do I want to go? So this podcast sort of like broke the entire structure, I would say. Because mm. to me, I'm basically just doing what I want and what I feel like. So it's like the most, it's like the epitome of being in the present. Mm. Like us recording right now. Yep. I, I'm talking to you. It's really difficult for me to be thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner because I'm talking to you. Like I'm so, yep. you know. Um, you are so caught up in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. just so like invested in our conversation that yes. I don't have the capacity to overthink or think about anything. So Maybe that's I why. Guess yeah. That's the meaning of being in the present. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I didn't know that you were actually thinking way ahead than I thought you would do it. Because personally I I'm not I'm not like you. Like I'm still a planner, but my planner would be like, what will I do in the next few months or in the next twelve months? But then I also realized that like last year, especially the last few months, I realized that it's good to be in the present, especially like if you are thinking way too ahead into the future, we will not know what will happen as well tomorrow, right? Exactly, yeah. And then instead of focusing on what will happen next, I guess it's good to important and focus on what's in front of us, mm. especially if you want to like cherish the moment with your loved ones or like with other people around you that really give so much impact into your life. I guess that's something that I would try to always remind myself of every single day. Which is? To be more present. Mm. Yep. And not to think ahead or to overthink. Yes, so... What is one strategy that you're currently utilizing to ground yourself in the present? Whenever you feel yourself straying away i guess one strategy that helps me a lot recently is to write it down in my journal so mm. every time if i like do you know like there are some days where your day is traveling well but like let's say in the middle of your day you felt distracted because you have this like thoughts that have been lingering in your mind for so long yeah. and you haven't actually processed it yet yeah. and then what i'll do is after work or maybe like after I finish my doing something, I'll just like take some time 
to write it down in my journal and I'll just try to process it at that time as well so that I could actually understand why am I feeling this way or what is actually bothering me and yeah and then after that maybe I'll also pray about it okay hmm interesting yes I'm really absorbing everything that you're saying right now and just processing it in <laughs> it's <real> okay time. <laughs> i mean everyone has different coping mechanism yeah different like, ways of different ways of processing as well for me i have to write it down somehow because that's how i truly process my emotions or my thoughts yeah and, and I- also talk to people around me mm. the people that i truly truly trust like the people that i know i can reach out to at that point in time right yes Okay. Hmm. Which really highlights uh, how a healthy social circle or yeah, but social, I can't think of the phrase. That's true. Right now, but, yeah. but again, you cannot expect everyone to always be available for you, right? Mm. But you know what? Like, I feel like there will always going to be at least someone that thinks of you during the day. You think so? I think so, yeah. Because that is something that happened to me quite often recently. Oh. Yeah, people that I rarely talk to on a daily basis, they could just randomly message me and said, Hey, Angeline, I was thinking of you today. How are you doing? Oh, that's really so sweet. So I feel like it's like, this is how I feel. And this is also coming from my background. I believe that. God has put me that those people in my life for reasons mm. and he knows what I'm feeling every single time. So I feel like there is always going to be someone that he sends for me like throughout my journey like to help me and to support me and that person will stay in my life. Yeah, mm. that's what I believe. Although if that person is not going to stay in my life forever, at least that person is there for you for some reason. Okay. Meaning that every connection that you have is intentional and has a meaning behind it. Yes. There's a purpose. There's a purpose. I like that. Mm. I like that perspective. Because I do completely agree that I feel like I genuinely don't regret most of my social connections you know from whatever friendships to acquaintances and everything else no matter how bad they could be how bad they ended up but you always learn something from it one way or another Hmm. and it is something that defines your character and your personality and who you are today Yep, that is correct. Because whatever they are doing towards you, but if we are still doing what we believe and that's part of who we are, it shows so much of our character to the, towards them. Mm. Yep. So, yeah. And speaking of that as well, curious, when do you feel most helpful to others? Um... I feel I'm most helpful to others when I could help them to navigate whatever they are 
having a struggle with in life, no matter how small or big the issue is, like by giving my advice or like just being there for them at that time, that's what I feel when I'm most helpful. Because again, my love language is, I guess, um, spending quality time and also like acts of service. Mm-hmm. Maybe also... Um, words of affirmation but I think like the top two will be acts of service and also um, quality time mm. yeah I guess I'm more leaning towards that because in the past I was more into quality time and words of affirmation but now it's being replaced by acts of service could you give an example for let's just start with quality time quality time probably like as in with regard to this question yeah 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 when do you feel most helpful to others? I guess like by talking to them via any types of platforms like Instagram or like anything. And also like if we call with each other or like catch up in person, that's considered as quality time. Mm. And yeah, like if they need help, I try to be available as much as I can. And like doing my, like let's say I, I w- I'm doing my errands And then my friend wants to talk to me while I'm doing my errands. It's like I'm giving my time to listen to them and just to be there for them. Which I really, really appreciate if someone can do that for me as well. Right. Mm. It's like you're giving away the time that you have to someone else. That's quality time for me. Okay. Mm. And what about the other one, which is... uh, X X of surface. surface. X of surface will be... When, let's say, if my friend is sick or needs help doing their errands, I'll just, you know, like, order some sort of, like, Uber Eats, like, to send them, like, some food or, like, buy buy food um, and then deliver them to their place. So that's considered as acts of service. Mm. Just to know that I am there for you and this is something that I can give for you at least to make your day better. Would it be the apt or perfect example for example like during my birthday you got me <laughs> the cupcakes is that extra service yeah i'm pretty what sure i give giving i'm actually quite confused now because like you know what it's pretty interesting because most people around me especially like the friends that already know me the longest they say that i actually checks off all of the criteria like extra mm-hmm. service giving quality time and like words of affirmation like, but I feel like the top two that I can think of is just, yeah, acts of service and quality time. The most balanced person out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Interesting. I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, I've taken the uh, love language test quite a few times and they are always very consistent. Um, number one is always quality time. I can't mm. recall what's number two. It's definitely not gift giving. Yeah. I don't think it's acts of service, mm. even though I do find myself engaging in that quite a lot in my relationship. Yes. As in, I find myself, um, that's the way I present it. I don't know, that, that's the way I show it. Like, oh, acts yes. of service is how I show that I care for you. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's not conscious, right? It's not like, I'm going to do this to me. Yeah. To remind you. To remind you, yes. <laughs> to remind you of my love. But <laughs> that's cringe. But um 
I think number one is always quality time. Second, I can't recall. I think it's like words of affirmation or I don't I know what's the, the other one. I can see you having words of affirmation as something that you give to people around you. I can truly, truly see that. I mean, I've been friends with you since 2020. So it's like almost three years now. Yeah. I can see that you've been doing that towards me, to Casey, your partner, and like to everyone around you. I mean, that's just who you are. Mm. I think that really initiated or the origin of this story is 100% my brother, Adrian. Mm. Uh, for context, Adrian is an autistic child. Uh, and if you haven't listened to the previous episode of raising and growing up with an autistic child where my mom, my mother was featured, go and check it out. Um, yeah, in hindsight, I'm genuinely very proud of the episode. But now the advertisement is over. Let's go back to the conversation. So yes, with Adrian... I felt like I needed to give him verbal positive feedback to remind him, mm. to encourage him that he's doing well. Yep. He's doing a good job. Because I feel like with Adrian, the way he learns is through um, reward or punishment. Oh, it's like the carrot and stick method. As in... It's like positive punishment, negative punishment, positive reward or negative reward. Oh, okay. Yeah, reinforcement, reinforcement, sorry. Yeah. Reinforcement, Like you okay. reinforce the behaviors that you want from him to continue, you know, adapting yep. and like to adopt. Yes. But yeah, I okay. guess a big part of that is definitely from Adrian. Mm, interesting. Yeah, but back to the question, Aaron. What would you answer to that question? Like, how do you find yourself most helpful? Oh. <sighs> I like it how when I'm asking you, I'm like just so casual. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is fun. <laughs> the moment you like shoot it back to me, I'm like, man, I didn't expect to be answering this question as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I guess. I would say when I'm empowering people to... I was just thinking on how to like phrase my sentence because feel like my mind is quite jumbled up at the moment but i'll say okay it's when i empower others at their own will mm. you know with their own decision means like i'm not the one dragging you but like i give you the resources that you need to be the best version of yourself mm, that's a really good one i think that's when i feel most helpful to others and when I feel most empowered myself even. Yeah. I feel like I'm really driven by that. I mm. feel like I can experience the vicarious sort of like celebration or the vicarious achievement that you feel. Mm. Like for example, if I were to empower you to, you know, work towards something that you've always wanted to work towards or to be this ideal version of Angeline that you are striving towards. And when you are making progress towards that, I genuinely feel very inspired motivated oh, yes. driven just the whole thing like it doesn't even have to be my achievements hmm. yeah i can actually see that because i realized after you said that i realized every time we have a catch-up either one-on-one -on -one with you or like the three of us with casey you always try to like initiate a conversation about what's the progress like what's your progress in life as in not in terms of like achieving your goals pro kind of progress 
but it's more about also self-development progress, mm. which I noticed that about you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have this like innate, undying desire to constantly self-develop, I feel. You, you know, like, I do like to believe that I'm a person who accepts people for who they are. But I think one very strange rule that I do impose on others unconsciously mm. is that I feel like everyone needs to work on themselves constantly. Yeah. I feel like when someone does not do that, I will get triggered on behalf of you. I'll be like, what are you doing in your life, man? Like, there's so much potential. Don't yep. waste it. Like, why are you doing this? Yep. I yeah. get where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I feel like I agree with you. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, everyone has their different pace to get where they want to be. Mm. And at the same time, not everyone can understand the perspective that you have right now because everyone's maturity is different as well. So I feel like, yes, I agree with the overall statement that everyone needs to grow in order to like progress in life. But again, I also think that it really depends on the pace and like different experiences that shape them who they are. Yeah. So different factors involved as well. Hmm. That's very wise. <laughs> yeah. So that's only my thought. Yeah. And I don't know, just one thing that popped into my mind as well is I genuinely see a lot of growth in you. Oh, thanks, Aaron. Like, if you want to be very objective, like this episode that we record, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like the podcast episode that we're recording, the growth, none of that, but more like the timeline. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to mark today and the last time that we recorded an episode which was last year yes many different areas of your life is currently like yeah prospering i think wow that's really good thing thank you Aaron. yeah yeah and i don't know i feel like today the entire day that we spent together the conversations that we had i feel like you gave me a lot of insight from your sharings, from your comments on my sharings, from how you reminded me that there are different perspectives that can be viewed from, you know, different angles. Mm. I think that's very refreshing. Oh, thank you. I I didn't know that you feel that way. So it's a really good positive thing to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I guess um, I progress a lot. It's also because of my current job. I guess I always train myself to see the bigger picture about everything. Mm. Especially my job is also involved like analyzing a lot of stuff. So I have to like think it from a bigger perspective. Mm. So I guess because of that mindset, it kind of instilled in my day-to-day thinking as well. Yeah, and try to be more flexible not being too Mm. uptight i guess yeah because i realized that the last few years i might have been more uptight and then my other friends also told me that now you seem more relaxed you seem more chill about how you approach your life and everything yeah so i guess because the main thing is because i 
see it from a bigger perspective. Mm. Like, depending on the situation, of course, but then, yeah. Not sure if you feel that way, but if you ask me to sort of like empathize with how you're feeling at this moment, I can sense that you are definitely in a better headspace because mm. the way that you are relaying and describing your point of views and your stance in life and your future direction and where you're working towards and where you like to be, mm. your boundaries, everything just seems to tie together very nicely, which represents that you have a very like clear headspace right now. Like things are not as messy psychologically. Yeah, that's true. That's I guess, what I sense. I guess it's also because that you know, like sometimes you experience some things in life and you don't know the purpose behind it. And there's always a saying that everything happens for a good reason. Now I truly understand what the saying is about because I also reflected quite a lot about the things that I experienced or ha I had experienced in the last few years. I mean, I clearly see that the reason behind it and the purpose behind it like, why God had allowed me to experience these things is to mainly to understand more about myself, more about my self-worth. I guess that's the main thing, the big thing. And yeah, try to grow, I guess, as a person. Mm. And just to fit my calling. I don't know what my calling in life will be, but then I'm still, I'm still like doing it day by day to understand what my calling is. Okay. Yeah. If you have to describe your calling right now, mm. right? Let's just say you have to decide it. It's not an answer. Okay. It's not something that you receive, but it's something that you generate. Meaning that you don't stumble upon, oh, I guess this is my calling, but more like I am going to decide that this is my calling. Oh, what that's... would it be? <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to act on it. That's Is really this? hard. Um, I guess one of my callings, I guess, will be I, I don't think I can see myself working in a corporate forever for the rest of my life. I am thinking that my calling will be probably starting my own business in the next few years. Mm -hmm. That is one of my calling. And the other one is my calling is to do something that can reach out so many people out there. Like either that being writing articles or like, I don't know, like maybe doing more philanthropy work, something like that. Or like involve more in like a community to help people. Yeah, I guess those are the two things. Okay. And those two things sounds like they're both like platforms, right? They, are, they, they sound like they're platforms to impact or change or influence. What influence could that be in, in your mind? It doesn't have to be something substantial. Uh-huh. But, okay, like again, an example for me is that the way I go about things is that I genuinely strive towards 
having a significant positive impact in the world, no matter how minor it may be. With mm-hmm. every podcast episode, yeah. someone can learn. Not even learn. No, I, I don't see myself as like teacher or I don't see myself as like superior to like people who are listening right then, but more like I always find something, like I said, in whatever that I encounter. Mm. So if someone can just derive something as simple as like, you know what, I'm going to work on myself a tiny wee bit more today. I think mm. I've achieved my goal. Okay. So I guess I would like to throw that back to you. Like, what is that thing that you're trying to work towards? What's the one thing that's driving you? I guess... Relating to my experience and like what I have learned to, throughout these years is to make people realize like how worthy they are. No matter how broken we all are, we are still worthy, mm. you know? Because like coming from my background, I believe everyone is created in the beautiful image of God himself. But I know that, you know, depending on each background, like family background or like the way they brought up to this world might not seem to be realistic or like not really good in their own ways. And I feel like, I mean, I can tell that we are all like broken human beings. Like at some point we are still like trying to um, heal from whatever hurt that we might have experienced in the past and everything but I guess that's what I'm like leaning towards at Mm. this stage is like to make people like see that life is actually beautiful and whatever you experience now is not the end of the world Mm. and try to make them realize that you don't have to settle for less as well and try to like understand how worthy they are in their own ways mm. and not comparing too much yeah okay. something like that I don't know <laughs> yeah I mean I guess to summarize correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. would it be fair to say that you are striving towards I don't like to use the word influence because of the recent term social influencer like I yeah I don't, I don't like to influence it's more I'm about thinking... reminding them I guess hmm. all right it's all right. Let's not get stuck upon uh, synonyms. But <laughs> would it be fair to say that you are working towards guiding and empowering others by reminding them of their self-worth and the beauty of life, especially to those who are currently on their healing journey? Yeah, you can say that. Okay, that's inspiring. Mm. That's lovely. And I can definitely see that. I think it it's very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> if it's your brand, your personal brand. Aww. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Angeline. Um guess before we wrap up the episode, is there something that you like to get off your chest? Something that you like to remind others? Or the people listening? Mm, I guess it's something what my boss told me in the last few months that actually also changed my perspective. Like, you know, like when 
let's say because this is like about in terms of a job right and i know that people around me they have been complaining a lot about like the job being too boring or like too repetitive like there is not much challenge and everything so one day my boss told me about something around like um people tend to forget easily about what they have achieved or what they have always wanted to have in life so she gave me a context where you know like before uh we got this job or like people in general like they are actually really wanting to get a job when they were unemployed for example and finally like they really work hard for the interview and they got it and once they're in the job they're starting to complain and forget that you actually already had received that blessing in the first place you know what i mean mm. so she said like or she said that yeah people tend to forget easily about the blessings that they had received in life and focused more on the negative things mm. like the job being boring the job being whatever so it's a really good in mind reminder from her yeah. that she said start to count your blessings more okay i think that's uh something that can definitely quite easily be put to practice and um yeah just right before we wrap up what are some of the blessings that you're counting today <laughs> <laughs> i guess being able to live a comfortable life not worrying too much about what will happen in the next few months and i can still catch up with like spend some time with my family and like with my friends like you with my other friends that are overseas or like interstate or whatever so those are the blessings and also for my health mm. that's lovely yeah yeah so, look uh angeline as always it's um an absolute pleasure you know hosting you and having you on this podcast once again definitely not going to be the last <laughs> so yeah thank you for your time mm -hmm. um thank you for your insight your sharings just everything your presence and thank you for existing yeah thanks aaron thanks yeah. for having me as well and yeah thanks for being my friend <laughs> thank you all for listening um take care stay high stay low stay safe stay hydrated and we'll see you in the next episode yep see you bye bye